when sports and life come together. to Sports Talk with the Squad, the week before the Super Bowl is this week. And um, we have a bunch of news in the NFL. And MLB. And MLB. We're going to have a long talk about the NFL's, uh, the Super Bowl preview. And we're also going to talk about uh, Stafford's traded to the Rams for golf and some first round picks. And um, a bunch of stuff happened in college basketball. And, um, the Tennessee one, Tennessee one. Tennessee, Tennessee one. The SEC won the SEC Big Twelve Challenge, so mm-hmm. that was cool. And um, in the NHL, uh, the Blues scored three goals in less than two minutes. So that's, that's pretty fun. good. The Oilers are sucking, and there are no are we surprised? Teams are left. we surprised? No, we're not surprised. Um, They're wasting McDavid's Anthony career. Would with... like to give an update on the Hornets. Yeah. So we were going to let him do do that. Um, finally, I can finally from Jeremy. So Vincent, huh? as he's starting to fall asleep now, let's start talking about the NFL because we have a lot to talk All about. Right. So Ooh. first, let's talk about uh, Dave Coley, who was hired by the Texans. The Ravens wide receiver coach in the last ranked passing offense in the league. Yeah, great hire, obviously. So yeah. I, I, as that's got to be a clear. great hire. The Texans it's are pretty clear that Deshaun Watson is going to want out after this move. Um, I've never seen such a good move before in my life. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, well, it's I inc- mean it's a it's a terrible move, but they needed to hire somebody. So I think I think the he's fact possibly, that they managed to hire someone is great. He but possibly really? could have been the oh my bad. What were you going to say? I think he's possibly the worst guy they could have gotten because the Ravens' receiving offense is garbage. I agree. The Ravens do not have a good wide receiver offense. They're not wide receiver based. They are based around Lamar Jackson being a Swiss Army knife. Being they're able they're to a one-dimensional offense. And being able to run. And um, it's just not – honestly, you could say that that could be on the wide receiver core, but if you have Marquise Brown in there – that's still a pretty decent wide receiver for him. Marquise a- Brown can't catch passes. He can only run down the field. That's kind of true. Yeah. Then you're forcing people to guard him like he's a wide receiver one because of his speed. So I don't think this is – I don't think this is a horrible move. I think they could have been, they could have been worse, but it could have been much better. I think Eric Bieniemy would have been a good hire here. I think it would have made Sean Watson happy. I think he's a, he's a pretty good offensive coordinator. And who knows? Maybe some people are saying that he – like, he is being carried by Patrick Mahomes and that Chiefs offense. I think that could be said for to some extent, but still. I mean, every, any, any offensive coordinator is going to get carried by his offense. Correct. Exactly. That's this is exactly what I was going to say. So, basically, I think the enemy would have been a great hire here, a slam dunk. But, unfortunately, Texans are not smart. Okay, they're just not. And speaking of the Texans not being smart, Deshaun Watson has officially requested a trade out of Houston. Now, Houston this has been, been a long going... time coming. Yep, it has. Yeah, I agree. But let's talk more about the Houston Texans side of things. Because from their perspective, they're not trading Deshaun Watson. They have so, to, though. They literally have to. But here's the thing. What, what do you think they will do if he holds out? 
if he holds out, are they going to continue their stance that we're not going to trade him? Or will they take whatever they can get out of him? That's the thing. If you're the Texans, you if you are like, yeah, we're going to try to hold on to you. That would be great if he eventually gives in and stays on the Texans. What will be really bad, though, is if he still ends up in the trade because right. think now, of it this way. if he holds out goes down. right his value is going to go down a lot if he decides to hold out because mm-hmm. other teams they know that he's not going to play a down for them that he will not play for them anymore which is kind of it's a good token card for other teams if he waits unless of course he stays which i doubt he will stay I honestly but, don't think he's gonna. I stay. think I think uh, what's the owner's name? Ah, uh, it's not come. Uh, Cal. Uh, Cal uh, Senior. I think it's Cal Senior. I think he's burned that bridge with Watson. Yeah, I kind of agree. So um, let's talk about another trade that affects the and how this affects the Deshaun Watson trade. Now, this is a massive move. This is a this is the first really blockbuster deal of the offseason. And it is Matthew Stafford going to the Rams for Jared Goff and two future first-round picks. And a third, and a third. And a third, and a third. That's very important. So when you're determining the value here, who is the winner out of just the Rams and the Lions? Who is the winner here? Um, the Lions, easily. I think it's the Rams. Really? All right, so Anthony, for you go first. Explain why the Lions okay. are the winner here. Here's why I think the Lions absolutely scammed the Rams. I think this was a scam job, and the um, and the NFL should look into investigating the Lions. But they got two first-round picks out of an aging Matthew Stafford. Now, no, he's saying Matthew still, Stafford's yeah. bad. He's still a very good quarterback. But Jared Goff is pretty good as well. Like, people don't give him enough credit. He's a good quarterback. I agree. Um... And they managed to get two first-rounders and a third-rounder out of that. And keep in mind, Stafford isn't going to play for them no matter what. This is a Deshaun Watson-type scenario. Right. So, now, uh, Jeremy, you think the Rams are the winners here. Why do you think, think the Rams are the winners? I think Matthew Stafford is an all-pro quarterback in any team that isn't the, the, Lions. the Lions. He has two really good targets to throw to and Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. One of they might actually they, some of their targets might hit free agency. Itself. Gerald Everett is emerging. Howard Higby's and doing amazing. Higby's Higby's doing good in the system. I think the issue was that the Lions suck. The Lions cannot right. develop players. They just can't. Now that, another thing for in for the case of the Rams winning this trade is that Jared Goff's salary is about to increase. Massively, he's about to make twenty-five million dollars a year, and that's not a solid cap hit for a team that's had cap issues a lot. So that's not it's. They get less cap issues. That's what they get out of this. And also, Matthew Stafford could be an All-Pro quarterback next year. Absolutely, Matthew. Stafford he made it. He, he made it work with no offensive line and Kenny Galladay. That was it. It was him and Kenny Galladay. Yeah. And Calvin Johnson at the start of his career. Yeah. But Matthew Stafford, he's what? He's what, 32, 33? Yeah. 
He's a 33-year-old quarterback. He probably has, for a strong-arm quarterback, he's probably got, I'd say, three or four more years. The issue with the Rams this year is Jared Goff cannot throw the football. Mm, Plain and simple. I think Jared Goff's still pretty good. But there are a lot more – because you look at what happens next, right? So what happens with Goff now? Are the Rams going to be taking on a $25 million cap hit from one player in a rebuilding organization? Or are you yeah. going to trade him for maybe a first? And that would think, probably like Well, because think about it this way. Goff was worth – Goff was what, the first pick? Goff yeah, was Goff. the first pick, yes. Goff, I don't think – he's what, 25? I don't think he's 25. I think he's I around guess you, like 26. I guess you could say he has a couple years left to develop, but I, I don't think the team can yeah, redevelop I think a quarterback. He's, he's about to reach his prime, I think. But paying someone $25 million a year in a rebuilding organization is not helpful. It, it isn't helpful. Even if you take two first-round picks, you aren't going to use either of those this year. So you're not going to have a fast rebuild, which you would need if you're building around $25 million in cap. So, yeah. I don't think either of these teams are the winners here because the Rams are offloading all of their future picks. They're going all in, and I don't think they can win. So, they're not the winners. The Lions are taking in a huge cap hit and not getting, being able to do a fast rebuild. I think the winner here is the Texans because now this hikes up Deshaun Watson's value so much because if Matthew, yeah, if Matthew Stafford can get two first-rounders, could you imagine what a top five quarterback can get? I think I would... Stafford. I think Stafford with um, the right pieces is a top fifteen quarterback. I agree. He's probably he might even be top ten quarterback if he has the right pieces, if he has a decent offensive line, because these are all things he's never had before. And he also has a good coach in Sean McVay. Right. So another people don't thing... give people don't give enough credit to just how good of an offensive coach Sean McVay is. Yeah, people don't give enough credit to how good Brandon Staley was. But now he's gone. Now he's on the Chargers, which is actually... I, I, I don't know if he was ready for a head coaching job. Yeah, I don't know. You never know. This is why we don't get paid the big bucks, gentlemen. Right, yeah. So, um, I think this could be intriguing because there are two paths that this could lead to after, right? You have Goff being traded somewhere else, maybe to, like, the Patriots, Probably not the Patriots because they're in the middle of like a rebuild. But with like a deeper draft pick, they can't really do a full rebuild. Maybe he goes to the 49ers, but I doubt that because they want a big name and they want to get, you know, if you're going to sign, if you're going to get a big player, if you need to go for an all-in push, all-in push with Aaron Rodgers, 100%. I think, I think Aaron Rodgers goes to the 49ers. I, or yeah. I don't, I think Green Bay this past year, I don't think Green Green Bay has never helped or uh, helped Rodgers that much. They're one in four in NFC Championship games. Wow. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna go back to that because also you could because of this the dominoes after this are Deshaun Watson gets traded to a team that has like I all think, the teams with very little draft capital are out of it. The I only think, team I can see trading for Deshaun Watson at the moment is the Dolphins because my favorite the Dolphins path. My favorite path would be for this offseason is Rodgers goes to San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan and Watson gets traded to the 
Dolphins. I would kind of ex- like those are both very possible dominoes to happen. I don't think I don't think Watts. I don't. I don't think the Jets are really the team. Yeah, because here's the thing, though. I don't think the Jets are willing to give up three to five first round picks at the moment. Because because think about it this way. Jets. You have, to, you, you have like, no idea. What no, no, no. It's do. not that they're the Jets. It's because they are a rebuilding team. You don't give up three to five first round picks as a rebuilding team. I don't care if you're the Jets. I don't care if you're the like, Texans. I don't care if you're the Rams. You do not give up three first round picks, let I alone mean, five like, first round picks, which is likely the new price. I feel like the. I feel like Watson is gonna. If the Jets can get Watson, that's better than any other quarterback. I think Fields. I highly Fields disagree. I do not Fields think is Watson the is the right path for the Jets. I, I think. I, I, I think Watson's yeah, Watson a good option. Still, All right. He's still and now let's discuss. Young. Now it's time for Deshaun Watson trades. So let's talk about yeah. Let's, let's so dig deeper into Deshaun Watson. There my was bet a, is still on him to the Jets though. That's still my bet. So after the Stafford trade, I think the key, now the Rams are out of it. But where does Goff go now? So oh. I think Goff is the next domino to fall. He, he's at the Lions, I, think... I thought. Right? All right. So here's the trade I want to discuss. So Bill Barnwell earlier this week, um, floated a trade for Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers. So the Andrew Packers... And Jordan Love, but... Yeah, but the, I'll talk about that later. So the Packers get Deshaun Watson and a 2022 second-round pick. The 49ers get Aaron Rodgers, a, the 142nd overall pick in 2021, and a 2022 fourth-rounder. The Texans... <laughs> Get Jordan Love, the 12th overall pick, the 30th overall pick, and the 2022 first round pick. And the Pats get Jimmy Garoppolo again. So what do you guys think about this trade? Okay, so um, first of all, I think the Packers are going to need a bit more than that to be able to uh, separate from Aaron Rodgers. But I feel like trading Rodgers right now is pretty smart because he's, he, he doesn't have six years left in the league. I'm, I'm guessing he's going to have four or five years, maybe three years left in the league. He's getting a younger quarterback, like, well, not a relatively younger quarterback in Deshaun Watson is a good move for the Packers because I I just, I don't know if Jordan Love is going to be the really the man because he, he didn't play, like, any good competition in college. Right, right. Utah State, Mountain West. So I think so. Actually, should we move on to the Super Bowl now? I guess, yeah. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. All right. So we so, have a. Okay, so when does the game start again? I have no clue. Next Sunday. I, I said when. Oh, I have no I, idea. I think it's. It, it I be... think it's around. I think it's. Hang on, Alexa. What time did the Zebra Bowl start? 6.30. 6.30. Oh, yeah. We can rely on Jeremy to do everything. 6.30, I believe. So, I I think we have an update on the stream, the live stream, the live commentary for us during the Super Bowl. Yeah, we are going to be doing it on the new Sports Talk with the Squad YouTube channel. We have a YouTube have channel? <laughs> Don't worry. I, 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 I was going to make one, but I got too lazy. Drop in the group chat. Drop in the group chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. No! We should make a fan Discord. Guys, there's a huge missed opportunity from the Bucks. 
What? They're wearing their white jerseys. Oh. All right, cheese. Cheese, congratulations. Why? Why are you wearing white? You could wear red. You could wear the gray uni. You could well, wear the black like... unis are pretty cool. Those gray well. unis are insane. Gray unis are amazing. Somebody's. Anyway, we're getting off. Yeah, I'm getting off topic so, here. Um, you could go subscribe to the Sports Talk with the Squad YouTube channel. Oh, there should be a link somewhere. Vincent, Just send me the link and I will put that in in the description. Yes, plug that in the description of whatever you're doing. All right. Whatever. I gotta find the URL. Yeah, Vinny doesn't let us in on these things. Um, yeah, so I'll do that after the podcast. After when in doubt, blame Vinny. When in doubt, blame Vinny. Yeah, when in doubt, oh, blame man. Vinny. So we'll, we will do this. We will, I'll send the video, another video, channel IDs to you. So I'll do that after the podcast. All right, let's get going with uh, all this. So yeah, we're going to be live streaming the Super Bowl there. We're also going to be live streaming our NFL draft live commentary. We also might do some random streams on there. Selection Sunday. Are we not going to do Selection Sunday? Oh, yeah, of course, Selection Sunday and all the other, like, you know, big stuff. Big sports stuff we're going to be live streaming for. That's basically what we're saying. So, yeah. Yeah. We will go subscribe to Sports Talk with the Squad for updates on all that stuff. And, uh, yeah. So, let's talk about the actual game now, shall we? So, I I think the best way for – let's take a look at comparisons between these two teams. Let's start off with quarterback. Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady? Which which Mahomes. right now? I think Mahomes. Is this Brady even a question? Way past his prime. Wow. Okay. I, I would also say Patrick Mahomes, but think about it this way. This is playoff Tom Brady. This okay. This is not like, – This is not – This is not fourth Tom Brady. This is not fourth down Tom Brady. This is like – This is playoff Tom Brady that we see every year. Do we really see it every year, though? Yeah, but look at the NFC Championship. He sucked. We, we, he we we went three really for three last year. That's very true. He didn't do great towards the end. I would still say Patrick Mahomes is the better quarterback, but overall, I gotta give it to Tom Brady. So uh, let's take a look at um, running back. Who has the edge at running back? Obviously the um, uh, the Bucks. I mean, I feel like. <laughs> It's like, is, is that even a question? Uh, no, it's not a question. Le'Veon Bell's done nothing this year. Le'Veon Bell's been awesome. Le'Veon Bell Le'Veon is, is, is kind of like... I think Clyde right Edwards Hillier. He's, he's, he's been Edward's even worse than Leonard Fournette and uh, right, but isn't Adrian Peterson. I think Clyde Edwards Hillier has been pretty good. I think Leonard Fournette's been really good. But I is think he out? Is Hillier out? Oh, wait. H- Hillier's playing a part, right? Or yeah, I think Hillier's playing. He just wasn't in for the... Hang on. Alexa, is Clyde Edwards Hillier hurt? Oh, cool. Alexa doesn't know anything Good about job, Alexa. Fuck you, Alexa. Well, she doesn't care about injuries. <laughs> and, yeah. Bash your head, so, but I don't really care. <laughs> All right. Um, what, what do we have to talk about? We have to talk about the Super Bowl. And uh, yeah, we're going to keep talking about the Super Bowl. So, wide receiver core. I think that sounds pretty obvious. Uh, this one has to go to the the the, uh, the Chiefs. The Bucks. No. The Bucks. I mean, I, oh. I I can understand. I can see where you're coming from. I think the Bucks do have a good wide receiving core. Um, uh, I don't think the it's Bucks. the Bucks. 
All right, yeah. You, you can don't listen. The Bucks are the Bucks have Chris Godwin, Michael Thomas, and Scotty Miller versus Mike really... Evans. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, Scotty Miller hasn't really disappointed this year either. He's he's a good rotational wide receiver. Yeah. This man talking in basketball terms for football. Whatever. So when it when in doubt, be Vinny. When in doubt, be Vinny. Yes. Um. So offensive line. Who has the better offensive line? I, I I only follow the skill positions. All right. Um, I think it's the Chiefs. I would really. I would say it's the Chiefs. I don't really. Like on the that. interior, on the interior, it's the Chiefs. On the exterior, it's probably the um the Bucks. Te- the Bucks because aren't the Chiefs missing Eric Fisher and Tristan Wirfs is really good. I believe football. so. I believe so. So I think I think the Bucks are a bit inexperienced on the offensive line to have the edge here. I'm giving the Chiefs the edge here. Uh, let's move over to the defense. Uh, let's start off with um, the secondary. Let's do secondary because I, w- I don't want to do cornerback and safeties. Um, secondary. Uh, I think it's the Chiefs. The Honey Badger is what sells it for me. Yeah, I, th- I also think so the Chiefs. I think the Bucks have a decent secondary. Tyrant. Tyrant. Um, Tyron Tyron Matthew is the X factor for the game. Yes, Tyron Matthew is going to be huge in this game. I also think Winfield could make a difference, but I don't know if he's I don't know if he has enough experience to be able to like be the X is factor. The rookie? Is, yeah. is, is Winfield the rookie? Because I always get mixed up with someone else in the Bucks defense that I cannot remember the name of. Alright, continue. Um, so linebackers, linebacking core. I would give the edge here to the Bucks. I'd say the Bucks too, yeah. Yeah. Devin White is very good at football. Yeah, he is. Uh defensive line. I this one's tight. I think uh the Chiefs. The Chris yeah. Jones is what I, I, I give the edge to the Chiefs for now. I for give now. the edge to the Bucks. I think Sue's gonna be an X factor in this game. So um, based on all that, I think if we tally, oh wait, we gotta do, we have to do coaches. Who has a better coaching staff? Chiefs. Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs. Yeah. All right, let, let's put in our final predictions for the game because we're yeah, not gonna have a regular predictions. episode next week. So Nick, you uh, go first. I'm gonna say Bucks win. I'm sorry, I have to. Bucks win 28-24. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna Bucks go win 34-28 in a 28-3 wow. choking. I am going wow, to... Wow, and Andy Reid choking in the Super Bowl. Wow. It never happens. It never happens. again? I will have to go with the Chiefs for this one. They look pretty good against the it's Bills. It's really That's hard to go against the Chiefs, though. They look the really Chiefs good against Andy Reid. Very uh, good Bills team. I've got the Chiefs 35 to, let's say, 31. Wow. All right, one thing I have to say as an end to this, I am so mad. Look at this. Wait, I never got to speak. You'll never let me speak. Uh, I have to go. Chiefs. Hey, look. Chiefs Young 35. We could have had this man oh. as our kicker, but no, we had to let him go because he missed one. All right, Jerry, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Jerry. 30, 30, 38, 28. Who wins? Chiefs. Wow. All right. Okay. I mean, I, I, I don't like saying the Chiefs are going to win, but I hate Tom Brady even more, so. <laughs> 
I actually don't hate Tom Brady that much. He's out of the AFC. I mean, I, the, my most hated quarterback in the NFL has to be Kyler Murray. I just don't like him. I don't, I don't hate I don't hate Kyler Murray because he was on a fantasy team this year. Yeah, you, you love Kyler Murray because he was on your fantasy team. Oh no, I I hate him towards the end of the season because he literally just stopped playing. Oh, he stopped playing. He got one fantasy point against I mean, the fucking I mean, it, Patriots. It, it, okay, guys, it, it it took me like eight weeks to find like my true quarterback one. All right, uh, Justin Herbert. I I totally scammed Colin. I traded golf for Herbert. That was the best season. All right, back to uh, overall thoughts on this game. Uh, X factors. I think we've all I've named Mahomes and Brady. It's going to be a really good quarterback battle. Okay, Anthony, who is your X factor? Ooh, um, I'd say the X factor would probably be Leonard Fournette and Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Um, for me, it's going to be Mahomes and Devin White. All right. Yeah, for me, it's going to be Matthew and, and no, I don't want to film Donald Sue. And, uh, oh, no. I feel like, obviously, the quarterback play is going to decide this one. I, yeah, I mean, these are two we're really two good quarterbacks. elite quarterbacks. Uh, no, there, there's one quarterbacks. thing we don't want to see, and, it, and it's the Chiefs becoming the next Patriots. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't want a dynasty. The, uh, the NFL I think, I think no one likes is, dynasty. We all I like think Mahomes Perry. and Andy Reid are a lot more likable than Brady and Belichick. I no. agree, but it's after winning a lot, you get unlike. After winning a lot, you automatically start. Hey, everyone likes LeBron. No, no I don't. No, I mean, I, I respect LeBron. I mean, but I like, I. Yeah. He's, he's I respect him, but he's very annoying, and I hate the Lakers very much. All right. the Lakers. So we have other things to talk about other than the NFL, surprisingly. Oh, we MLB. do. Let's let Jeremy talk about the it's, Oh, yeah. yeah okay. MLB, MLB. So, okay. Uh-huh. Let me crack my hands. First, we have the George Springer signing. Second, we have the JT Real Muto re-signed to the Phillies. He Real Muto signed the largest contract for a catcher. And as a, as a catcher myself, I really like this move because it shows that teams are willing to You're put a price on the most skilled position on the baseball field because it takes a lot to be a catcher. And for, for a long time, catchers have been a very underpaid position. And I think Real Muto is the best catcher in baseball right now. And he's got all – he's got four of the five tools. I just don't think – I don't think the Phillies are the right team for him. I think the Phillies are just – they're spiraling downwards. They're burning too much money on guys like Harper and Real Muto. And oh, yeah. their pitching staff is atrocious. Next, we have the Masahiro Tanaka um, retire, re- retirement. I use that in air quotes because I have no idea if he's coming back to the MLB. He signed with the Rakuten Eagles of the NPB and – he had been with the Yankees for the past seven years. He came over as really good from Japan. He pitched okay, g- good to great for the Yankees in some spots. Um, I think he was really the rock for the Yankees while they got while they kept getting hurt. And but I do think this helps the Yankees because it frees up more money, and they can try after some other lower pitchers. 
the um the Adam Adovino trade, Adam Adovino to the um to the Red Sox for basically nothing. And then the big one, which is the Nolan Arenado to the Cardinals, which I don't know if any if any of you want to inject, but I think the Rockies got robbed. They got absolutely robbed. He is a no generational way. talent. He's absolutely. one of the best best third basemen in baseball, and they gave up damn near nothing to get him. Yep. And I think this really shows that like the Cardinals are a big big market team even though they played St. Louis. But I think this just shows that the ML baseball is an unfair game. And if you've ever read the Moneyball books, the Moneyball book or seen the movie, they talk about it a lot. And but small market teams like the Rockies can't keep their big players and I wouldn't be surprised if you see Trevor Story get traded soon. Um what other rumors to go by? Trevor Bauer is still unsigned. He's they're lucky. He has one offer from the Mets, and it's almost forty million dollars a year. And I just don't think he's worth that. He had one good sixty-game sprint, and now he's worth forty million dollars. I guess. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, was there another trade? I might be forgetting something. Um, I think right now, baseball's in that weird spot where there's one big name free agent and a lot of smaller free agents. I think. Oh, oh, Jose Ramirez. Ho- there's rumors that Jose Ramirez may be going to the Braves. Really? Oh, really? But um, I don't think that trade will go through. I don't really know how that trade's going to work out because they have Austin Riley right now. They could mm-hmm. move him to the outfield. Um. But this season's really going to come down to how MLB manages it and how the age-old question is, can your team throw pitchers in the playoffs? Um, besides for that, um, I'd like to turn it back over to you guys. All right. Thank you for talking about uh, something none of us know about. Yeah. Ooh, I feel really appreciated. Well, let's talk yeah. about the National Basketball Association. Yes, Anthony has some stuff about the Hornets. Something yeah. all of us something all, something all of us know about. Like, so um care about. It's time for your day time for your weekly Hornets talk. Ooh. It's like a mini podcast. Ooh. Um podcastception. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I I just have to say this. So, we should honestly start a, a shorts thing on our YouTube channel. We I think yes, we should. Please. God, yeah. We should make like two or three minute. We could do like we could do updates on like big trades or signings. Yes, yeah, specific, and, and, and we can all like record by ourselves or something. Yes. Too. Oh my god, we yeah, can be yeah. the SEC shirts and everything. Yes. Oh, that, yes. that channel is sick. That channel is amazing. They're gonna have something great for the Mc. Go subscribe to the SEC shorts right if now. If you haven't yet, you actually should. Okay. They're they're great. They're they're gonna have something really good for them. Okay, back. It back doesn't even matter. You're anyways back to National- Hornets talk. Back oh, yeah. to Hornets talk. Oh, so, all right. We start off the week with a two-game series against the Pacers. First game, it was pretty close throughout. And then the Pacers pulled away. The Hornets tried to come back, but it just wasn't enough. And they lost by three, I think it was. Might have been five. Not entirely sure. But then, the next day... We come back, we take the lead, 
and then it can again it's more lead changes because this is the NBA. And Lamelo, he actually played good this game. I swear, every game that Lamelo plays good, we win. Oh my god, it's almost like he's the key to your team winning. Oh my god, I know, such he, a genius. Like you would think he is, but him playing good sparks the rest of the team to play good. It's not entirely him, but it's his energy. So. He, he, he that's was. why I want him to start. I mean, Devontae's still a really great player, but when LaMelo is on the court, the Hornets just have a better energy, it seems. And they end up winning this one against the Pacers and another very close one. And then came the Bucks. Now, currently, we have beaten the second-best team, the Nets, and the fourth-best team in the East. The, oh, the Pacers. Next, the second best team. And yeah, they are. So, uh, uh, but I, then we have I, to play the Bucks. So I thought to myself, yeah, we're playing the Bucks. It's pretty much over. Oh my God, so, they win. But then Cody Zeller proves to us all that he is the father of Giannis Antetokounmpo. Did you see how he played? No, I don't watch the NBA. No okay. Me neither. Kind of facts. Well, he do- He just absolutely posterized Giannis, which is kind of funny, because you know Cody Zeller is not exactly top player. And then Lamelo got like twenty-seven points. That's his career high. So you know he's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, Only pretty good. Okay, but here's the thing. Even though we've beaten now the second, third, and fourth best teams in the East, we've lost to the 12th, 13th, and 14th best teams in the East as well. So, great consistency by the Hornets. That's that's the life of an eight seed. Um, That's the life. And somehow, even though we're 9-11, we're the eight seed. It's the East. What do you? You gotta love the Eastern Conference, man. You don't even have I mean, to be good to I, get in the playoffs. The the Knicks are like the seventh seed or something. I I think hey, the Knicks um, are currently in the playoffs. That rookie's yeah, been pretty good. That's like that's like. <laughs> no, but I. Oh, that was I think it'd be cool to see the Knicks in the playoffs, but still, do we really? The it's, Knicks are I, I terrible mean, I, I still. Mean, I, I mean, it is one of the best brands in the league. It's, it's, it's almost I mean, like a yes, but like not anymore. Center of basketball. New York is a, pretty much the center of basketball. New York is the center of pretty much everything. everything. <laughs> I was New gonna York say York everything, but that yeah, it, it's center of a lot of things. Anyways, and the stock market crashing. <laughs> yeah, the stock market. And, the, and the center of GameStop and well, editors. We're not gonna talk about growing. that. Too political. No. Too, yeah, it's, it is too political. Jeremy's getting Jeremy. It's That's sad that it's too are political. You trying to, are, you, are you trying to tell me something? Are you trying to tell me that my opinion is invalidated? It's very valid. <laughs> <laughs> it's very valid. I'm just saying. The episode that shall not be named exists. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if you can find that in this spoken of the episode, that shall not be spoken of. All right, we're gonna like good thing you didn't okay, okay, back on track. The Anyways, Knicks, the Knicks have that really good. I'm rookie. busy What's making fall movies. What's yeah, the guy's so name? Think... Uh, Bog. I'm probably what it starts with an O. Emmanuel. Quickly. Yeah, quickly. 
See, I is actually rookie? Uh, I think he's a rookie. He's a rookie, I believe. Um, yeah, he's he's from Kentucky. That's all I know. Because he was a pass last year against Tennessee. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. that type of player. Okay. So, yeah, I, I think it should be interesting because the last time they went on a winning streak like this, they ended up losing seven straight afterwards. It's the, it's the Knicks. What do you expect? I'm talking about the Hornets, not the Knicks. Oh, yeah, the Hornets. No, the original you shouldn't Hornets expect conversation. anything from the Knicks. They're probably going to finish like 20 and like 70,000. That's pretty good out of 70,000. 20 games. All right, all right, whatever. Considering, you know, it's the Knicks. Yeah, it's the Knicks. I mean, the Hornets, don't, don't expect the Hornets to be good either. <laughs> hey, I, I, if the Hornets make the playoffs, that's a win in my book. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. From a bet from a, like a bunch of episodes ago, I don't have to wear a Coastal Carolina t-shirt. Yeah. Coastal Carolina. Why did Coastal so- lost. Oh, right. They lost the Cure Bowl. I knew they were going to lose that game. I was the only person on earth. Oh yeah, I I I totally forgot. We still have to talk about Josh Heupel this episode. Yeah. Oh no. The new Tennessee head coach. Oh no. Oh no. That yeah. too was really sad. Whoever said that, that was really sad. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So, anyways, um, so now we talk about. Oh. oh, the Jazz are on an 11-game winning streak. We should probably talk about that. Yeah, we probably should. I'm honestly surprised they're on an 11-game. Like, no one talks about it. Yeah, everyone's talking about, like, Celtics-Lakers. This is well, what that's because they play in the middle the of nowhere. This is what I hate about the media, though. They spin everything into a Lakers story. Well, if they're the most they're profitable LA. team. It's like the center of the world. Like the center of you've just... already made that analogy. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't we just say that about New York City? Who cares? <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. But yeah, it Los Angeles is just like the center of the celebrity world. I so... think the Jazz that, play... the Jazz play the Nuggets today. That's gonna be a good game. That should be a good game for the Nuggets. No, not the Nuggets. Ooh, the Nuggets. Ooh, Nuggets. The best team name in the NBA. <laughs> That's so true. The Nuggets. The nuggets. Yeah. The Dino Nuggets. Just, just call them the McDonald's Big Macs. All right. No, it's what we call Tennessee. It's what we call Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's very nice. The McVolls, yes. The McVolls. The McVolls. We have to build a what McDonald's. Like, recognizing it? Like, you understand. Okay, we're, we're getting off topic. Yes, yeah. we are. Yes, okay, are we what, what, what were we talking we're talking about talk- the Jazz versus the Nuggets. Oh, yeah. That's a good game. The Nuggets. I, I think the Jazz will win that one because they just have so much momentum. That's kind of facts. I do agree with that opinion. They're on an 11 game winning streak. It's hard It's hard to beat someone who has a, an 11 game winning streak. It is. Trust me, oh. I know from experience. Oh, an awkward moment of silence there. Oh. Yeah, we've had yeah. a lot of those recently. We we, we ran out of stuff to say. Oh, yeah. um, so I the said NHL. Let's talk about the NHL now. Yes, oh, yeah. hockey. Yes, perfect. Yeah. Transition. Transition. Dude, <laughs> the NHL. 
the Blues scored three goals on the Ducks. Ah, uh, yes, the Ducks being awful. Great team, Anaheim. Great team. They have nothing. They have no problems to face. The Mickey Mouse team. The Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Mouse team. Organization. Quite literally, uh, the Oilers. They suck. Despite they are wasting. <laughs> they're they're wasting, wasting. Not only are they wasting McDavid anymore, they're also wasting Drysaddle. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because wasting one generational player's talent. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Ways. Oh Two. yeah, and 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 they're wasting Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Yeah, that's true. Nugent Hopkins is a pretty decent player, but you he's gotta love them out of way by this organization. Ever since Gretzky left, man, they've they Whew. they literally had the second coming of Gretzky and still couldn't win. Yeah, and um, the Sabers are still struggling because they're garbage, because they're the Sabers. No, that that sense. What's um ownership when ownership bad? I, I hang on. I believe the hang on, let me check. North division. Oh god. We yeah. forgot to talk about college basketball number one. No, we can talk about that last. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that later. Second of all, um, we're gonna save the best for last. I mean Oh yeah. yeah. Second of all, MSU is two and six in conference play. They just lost to OSU. Oh, isn't Syracuse like like three Wait, and three? Who just lost to OSU? No, MSU. MSU. O- OSU beat you MSU. You can say it's going to miss the tournament this year. If they keep By like 15. Like yeah, they are going to miss the tournament. So mm-hmm. I, like how, I like how on the NHL's website they have the sponsor's name. So it's Mass Mutual East, Gosha North, Honda West, as well as the Discover Central. Oh. Currently in first is the Toronto Maple Leafs in the North Division. So they'll they'll find a way to blow it. We all know it. We all know that. Like, uh, uh, yeah, Washington is currently in first in the Mass Mutual East. Yes. Colorado is ahead by you one. You have to point. say Mass Mutual East. Fuck yeah! In the Honda we're giving West. them free money. We can't allow exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> Colorado is in first by one point against yeah, Vegas, money is, as um, well as the Blues. Yeah, like fifteen viewers are gonna like want Mass Mutual. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we're, not, we're, not, we're not getting paid. <laughs> Discover, the Discover Central is currently led by Columbus, with second in Florida. What, what? Florida's second? <laughs> yeah. what? what? How? I yeah. refuse to believe had, this. Their one loss is an overtime loss. So they, they did not, there was not, there's not a single game where they didn't earn points. I refuse to believe this. Florida. Florida Panthers. The only team in the league that hasn't lost any points in any games. I'm not joking. I wish I could make that stuff up. Sometimes I still think we're in 2020. (laughs) Yeah, so do I. You didn't think we were in 2020 the entire time? I mean, I mean. 2021. It's just a prank, bro. It's still 2020. Yeah. Alright, so we gotta talk about college football because the McValls have made a hire. Woohoo! People say it's a bad hire, but I disagree. Uh, I believe, I mean, take a look at, yes, his record like went down every year, but that's because he lost lost talent. If you're a UCF, it's not easy to recruit in Florida. That's true. Well, wait, did you say it's not easy to recruit in Florida? Yeah. Think of what you just said. Yeah. Think about that. Think I mean, about that. It, it, unless you can entice players to come to Florida. 
All right, forget about what I just said. <laughs> exactly. His, his offense did average 43 points a game last year, and it's not like the AAC defenses are terrible either. He Wait, did like, they run an air raid scheme? Does he run an air raid scheme? He, he ran like a spread scheme. Wow. Oh. Like, my question now is who's the quarterback for Heifel? Because we have three four stars that could start. I feel like Caden Salter fits his system the best. His, he's like a dual threat that can really throw the ball. I mean, Hendon Hooker, when he when he's in trouble, he runs. He he doesn't scramble and look for a pass. He runs. And Harrison Bailey, he's just a drop-back quarterback. So I feel like Bailey, he's he's entering the spring season as a as the leader for the job, obviously. And hopefully Pruitt doesn't waste um not Pruitt. Hopefully Heifel, he just he doesn't waste any of the talent we have. Because, like, I feel like Pruitt kind of wasted Garantano's career. Obviously, he was a four-star as well. Let's hope Caden Salter is end, like, Just end because up a player is a certain amount of stars doesn't mean they're guaranteed to be four-star potential. Yeah, or Tate star Martell. Potential. Tate Martell. Tate Martell. He's too busy on the yeah. beach. And I feel like Garantano, he, he had a lot of talent in 2018. He led us to wins over Auburn and Kentucky that year, but it's just, it was too early. Let's, let's hope. Personally, I want Hendon Hooker to start. I feel like he's 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 college ready. And Harrison Bailey, he when he scrambles, he looks really slow, and he he just doesn't look. Ball security is a huge issue. I mean, he he holds onto the ball too long, and that ends up in a fumble. And it, although it hasn't affected us too much because we're never actually in the games that he fumbles, and <laughs> it's just it, it'll hurt us. But like. What games do you think Tennessee is going to win this year? I don't know. I think Tennessee needs to blow it up and look to the future. I mean, yeah. But like, it's hard to rebuild in college. Yeah. Tyler's trying to yeah. – it's Tyler's no attitude is win now or die. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like we're probably going to beat Vandy this year. Probably. I hope I you beat Vandy. Definitely. I didn't say they're not going to beat Vandy. They're going to go. Ele- they're going to go eleven. They lose to Vandy. They play Vandy. They're going to lose to Vandy. And Sarah Fuller is going to be on that team, and she's going to kick like three field goals. Yep, that sounds about right. Yeah, I don't know if she'll keep playing for Vandy. No, she I don't think she, she transferred to North Texas for soccer. Wait, seriously? I think she did. That's what I heard. I I, I don't follow women's soccer, right? <laughs> because like I don't I don't because she do wasn't really. That? Because she really wasn't there to play f- football. She was there to play Wait, soccer. I mean, Vanderbilt she... just won an SEC championship, so I'm hoping she didn't. Yeah, why would you leave? You just went, you know what? I mean, soccer is low. Soccer and baseball are like Vanderbilt's. Yeah, only good fun. two sports. It's the, well, only, it's the only thing that funds Vanderbilt sports. Soccer. Bro, Vanderbilt baseball is so good. Vanderbilt baseball exists. Yeah. Anyway. College basketball. Did we talk about that yet? I don't think we did. Okay, let's do that then to finish it off. Okay, so, so I'll, 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 I'll talk about Tennessee in a second. Yeah, you talk. Okay, actually, no, I'll start off. Then. So the SEC won the SEC Big 12 Challenge. That's surprising. But, that, that's incredible. I, when was the last time that happened? Um, 20-something. Oh, cool, 20-something. That's it. That's, that's a pretty big fucking range. Anyway, um, so – Kansas 
Is either Kansas is garbage, Tennessee is good. What are we thinking? What are we thinking? Uh, a little bit of both. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Kansas is garbage. <laughs> Tennessee. Is... Of course, Vinny wants to inflate. Tennessee well, no. needs to need just one more good win. We have we have a pretty light. No, you don't. Season. You're not. You're not going to get a two seed. No, I I I, I just said we needed a one more good win to like kind For of prove ourselves. To prove yourself for what? To get a three seed? Yeah, something like that. Okay, cool. Um, I don't think you're gonna get a two seed. I think three seed is the ceiling. The I don't ceiling. know because if if we if we somehow don't lose another game, which I highly doubt that. Will I think happen. if Tennessee goes on a run, they could get a two seed. Yeah. So I mean, Oklahoma beat Alabama. Yeah. This was like. The one game or, 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 if the cards See, fall Bama all the right way. And, Bama chokes in college, uh, not uh, non-conference games. It's just... That great. is true. They are very good in conference. They're not good out of conference. Well, let's hope... Because they did lose to Stanford. They did lose to Stanford. They lost to Stanford? Oh, oh. Yeah. I-, I thought you said Stanford. I'm like... Oh, Stanford. yeah. Stanford would have been much worse. Much much worse. I mean, Stanford's a respectable program, I'm going to be honest. Sam, Sanford, though. <laughs> Sanford. Oh, Sanford. Oh, no, Sanford. Right, yeah, they are um, objectively good at basketball. I feel like Florida really helped us win this challenge. It upset WVU. Is yeah. Florida, is, is Florida going to be ranked? I think they are. I think they are. They should be. I, I, mean, think the bear question. I think the bear question. Well, important question. Is Drake going to be ranked? I don't think I, so. I think they gotta wait till they beat Loyola Chicago. Yeah. Who's ever heard of Drake? That's the real thing. I, I you did think not Drake just say that. Should be ranked. You like, did not before, just say before this year. Before this year. Before this who's, year. Who's like, I heard oh, of Drake yes. before this year. I heard of fucking Drake. Have you? Have you not? Like the dude goes, I want. I need a one dance. That guy. I've heard of that guy before. No. No. Oh my god. No. I've <laughs> heard of the university. They're actually pretty decent. They they actually popped off this year. All right. Let's talk about Tennessee's game against Kansas. All right. Yeah, um, let's talk about that, and then we should sign off probably. So yeah, so I feel like Yves Pons. He has been on fire. I mean, he he finally has a three point shot. With combined with his defense, which is arguably the best defense in college basketball, um, he could be a borderline first round pick. Because he, he's learning to create offense for himself. That's huge. I mean, he had 17 points against Kansas. He had 20 against Missouri. And he had 15 against Mississippi State or something. That's pretty good numbers. So, obviously, Tennessee is not a team that scores much. But we were we, we went 8 for 13 from the Tennessee's like Tennessee's like 2016 Virginia. Yeah, but like we, 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 we figure out a way to win games. And obviously... Um, Kansas, they struggled a lot. They shot like they shot like two percent from the field in the first half. Obviously, the three starts sink. They started sinking threes in the second half. But at that point, the the first after the first five minutes of the second half, that game was done. We, we were up twenty after the first five minutes of the second. That was yeah. Over I feel like this game was very similar to our game against Missouri in December, the first matchup. We started, we started out really strong. We jumped out to an early double-digit lead and never looked back. That 
well, when we do that, we win games. Obviously, we lost the double-digit lead against Mississippi State, thanks to poor shooting, but luckily we didn't do that. I was a little scared we were going to do that against Kansas, but yeah. I feel like it's a great win. Fulkerson has to start doing more. Rick Barnes finally start started both of our freshmen in one. Um, and uh, Keon Johnson and Jaden Springer, and that paid off our defense. We held Kansas so what, four points in the first six or seven minutes. That's pretty good. Hmm? So, yeah. Let's talk about the um, uh, what's, it, what's it called? Uh, What's it called again? The new top 25. What do you think this poll is going to look like? I think Tennessee is going to be... I mean, that will be 13. It's franchise. I, I feel like anywhere for Tennessee, anywhere in between uh, trade and sign. and 14 are very likely for the University of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Florida is going to jump in. I think Alabama is going to drop deep. They're going to drop deep. I Probably feel like Oklahoma's going to... Like 14. I, I think it's Oklahoma going to make that Alabama-type jump and drop and jump into the top 10. I don't think they are. I don't think they're that good. What's I don't, their record? I, I mean, I, I feel like they will. They're 11-4. and four. You got Iowa, who's 12-4. and four. You got Illinois, who is 11-5. Um, and five. And they're all... And Ohio State is 13-4. and four, And they're right, all... Projected I don't, I don't think Oklahoma teams. is... Because I don't think they're going to be able to jump up that high. That high. I don't think you go from twenty-four to seven with one win. I don't think you do that. I think I know, you I probably know, jump. Where will Tennessee be? Because I, I will understand like sixteen. I think sixteen is probably where they're going to. Tennessee. Win. Tennessee was what this week? Two and zero. Shaggy move. Okay. Tennessee was what? CBS right here. CBS right here has Missouri ahead of Tennessee, which doesn't really make sense because we have we have more what wins. Is he thinking? I mean, they lost to Auburn, which is okay with Sharif Cooper, but they also almost lost to TCU. Quadrant three, TCU. Not good. They're quadrant three. I mean, Tennessee is five and three in Did quadrant you say one. Quadrant three, it's Q three. Whatever, quadrant three. Wait, Q3. how is TCU quad three? I know that that's what CBS says. Missouri avoided. So I mean, Tennessee, they're five and three. Yeah. I don't against. think TCU is a quad three loss. I think that. I feel well. Let's just let's just take a look at this. My phone's I feel gonna like die. Tennessee so... is one of the most. Oh shit! Jerry's phone's gonna die. Tennessee is is one of my sleeper teams in March. Just because. Of course, they lost. are your sleeper team. They're your favorite team, Vinny. We haven't. We haven't. No, we haven't lost. I think to that Oklahoma State team. could jump in. I think Oklahoma State could jump the top twenty-five. Why? Why is North Carolina back in the top twenty-five and one? Hit, no, you're kidding. The, uh, Kansas is still number twenty-three. What did they do? To they, they, beat, they beat Florida. They beat like. They beat Duke, who's awful this year. Congratulations, you beat Duke. That's not hard at okay, all. Let's 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 talk about this week. We have UNC Duke on Saturday, I think. That, wait, 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 wait! I don't wait. Oh wait, no! I was watching. I was watching Duke the other night. That was, was, that was Georgia Duke Tech. Was that No, Duke was playing Clemson. Yeah, they. they I don't know. Clemson. I don't watch basketball that much. All right, so this weekend we have. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, why am I looking at the top twenty-five section of ESPN? They're both unranked. Oh. Uh, um, 
But obviously, um, where are you? I don't care about Drake and Falco. Where are you? Where are you? Whoa, he just slandered Drake on the podcast. All right, so we have – if this was the 2018 to 2019 season, we would have one of the best doubleheaders and in, in, uh, uh, the best doubleheader of the season. But we have unranked that? North Carolina versus unranked Duke, followed by Tennessee versus Kentucky on ESPN. Ooh, if, 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 if this was two years ago, maybe even – yeah, if this was two years ago, that would have been um, one of the top uh, doubleheaders of the season. But – Tennessee's the only ranked team in those four, in that four-team pod. So, obviously, that game is followed by, um, followed by nothing, followed by no college basketball. All right, I think it was followed by Gonzaga and Santa Clara, but that got canceled. Um, I think that should wrap it up for today's episode. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let's check. Make sure there's no notable games. I don't think there are. Notable games. Tennessee plays Ole Miss. Oh, Baylor plays Texas on Tuesday. That should be a decent game. If if Baylor beats Texas, Baylor's gonna overtake Gonzaga. Oh, 100%. If, if they can be a top five, well, Texas are gonna move down. But um, if they can be a top ten Texas team, they are um, obviously. They are more of a worthy of the number one spot. Yeah. And Gonzaga I'm, plays nobodies. That's the issue with Gonzaga. Is yeah. Gonzaga they, really? They the they played some good teams in that conference. They played Iowa. They played Virginia. They played. Uh, they beat Virginia by twenty. The NCAA needs to step in and say, "Hey, you can be in the Pac or the Pac twelve without having a football team," because that's the real reason why Gonzaga. Need, I, I don't think no. they really. That's no. the real reason why Gonzaga doesn't have. I, I think the, the problem with Gonzaga is that they're uh, like a West team. Even if they did move to the Pac twelve. They're still gonna dominate, and it's still gonna feel exactly like the WCC. But I, in, in all honesty, that would be better than their situation right now. Gonzaga doesn't. The issue is so the Pac-12 for the Pac-12, you need to have a basketball and a football program, as well as some other things. But Gonzaga has doesn't have a football program and hasn't had a football program since the end of World War II. That's the real reason why they're really not I mean, in the Pac-12. I, it's a money. I mean, thing. have you heard the the A Suns finally sponsoring football? Yes, I have heard of that. And FGCU is not a part of it, and I'm mad. Okay, so we have Ohio State versus Iowa on Thursday. Good game. Uh, Wait, Ohio State, Iowa? That's not really a good game, but that's just an Iowa State. Not not, not an Iowa State. What am I saying? Iowa Iowa State, they lost by 30-something points to to, um, Mississippi State. That's so I have a question. Is, is Liberty going to uh, – that's a dumb question. I'm not going to ask that Did question. you seriously just say is Liberty going to win the A-Sun? No, I, I, I forgot the A-Sun. I forgot that college basketball and football is different. I was about to ask is, is Liberty going to win the A-Sun conference? No, I think – my phone's gonna die soon. So right, I think so let's end it then. I think that I think that's where we're gonna wrap it up, folks. Thank you for yeah. tuning in today. We hope we'll you stay safe and have a good week. Make sure to watch the live stream on YouTube. Yep. See ya. Yes, on YouTube.